Oh, welcome to Cow Daily. Um, this definitely isn't the second take today, and we'll just pretend that that happened. Now, what happened was there was some kind of crashing within the uh, <laughs> the streamyard, and it wouldn't work. So I had to like just quit the entire thing, restart the computer, and come back. But I think the mic should be on now. So if you could let us know in the comments, is the mic on? Is it sounding? I'll read. Is it happening? Somebody's going to tell us soon. I bet you. But I can see people are rejoining the stream. Nice one, chaps. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Anyway, what we're talking about today is the UFO hearings this week. Um, James Summerson is saying, microphone checker one, two. Is it working? Sounding brilliant, says Shazbot. Ding, ding, ding. Carlos is saying, sounds good. Hello, hello everybody. Everybody's saying it's sounding good. Nice one, Joanne, James, testicles, testicles, one, two, three. That's the vibes. Smooth. Sound is fixed, lush. Um, pure donuts and the hoisty run Uranus walk here. That's what we're talking about. And um, what we're talking about specifically is the UFO hearings this week. Um, bit of background. I personally have um, fell off the UFO wagon a long time ago. People call them UAPs now. And um, that's all right. But it's UFOs for me. I want to believe. But some very startling revelations um yesterday at these hearings right and i'm quite stunned at the like way people have re responded and reacted to it well i am and i'm not i mean people have busy lives and all that the usual um lampoonery has been there but these are some pretty legit characters you would you would think who are on board with all of this type of carry on so we'll see though won't we if you could please share the stream, good people, um, and apparently give them an early like. So like in the stream, that's a good thing. It helps other people see it and keep the Cub Scout law. Quite frankly, Arkela, we will do our best. Whenever I ask for things like that, I feel like I was at the Cubs. Talking to the Arkela, here's the likes flying in. And you can see more people immediately are joining the stream as soon as the likes, it works. Happy days. What a beautiful time. Who likes UFOs? Tell us. Ah, do. Uh, do you know why? Do you know why I like UFOs? Because as much as it could potentially be the worst thing ever when they come and scran your nana, um, not the UFOs, the inhabitants, um, I just think we need wonder in life. And wonder is not going to come from like, Billionaires having some kind of bloody space race, which looks deeply questionable after yesterday. Are you trying to get some escape pods on the go there, boys? It doesn't come from that because most of them are just absolute bells. It comes from you or I being able to talk to some... Um, I'd, I'd love a chat with an alien, would you? I'd love to talk to them, me. It would be a good thing. Um, possibly as long as they didn't scran me nana, which would be a mad one. Because then they would have interdimensional um, travel confirmed because it's been deed for many years. Joanne saying, I'd rather have a UFO than an imploding submarine. True. Um, I don't know what I can say to get an no, I'll not bother because the guidelines might do us, but die. Billionaires, great. They're good. Our oh, gem didn't see. I'm surprised he hasn't been. Um, like spirited away, not by aliens, but by other people around the NE35. He's saying a bit of hope that there's more than this bin fire. Exactly, man. Like we all grew up like watching these things, the Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World, 
uh, the book, uh, the Crystal Skulls, all that kind of carry on. Loving that. I remember it giving us the, the shits, though, because uh, I watched the episode about poltergeists and that. And uh, and every time, even to this day, I hear a bang on the radiator. I keep thinking as it come to get us. The Enfield poltergeist, that was, the, that was what it was about. Some mad pictures about that. Go and look at the pictures of the Enfield poltergeist. It'll shit you up more than the hoisties the other week. Jez Hunt, quite rightly, triangles every time, triangulating your positions and that. Um, also as well, Jez Hunt, king of philanthropy. There's money for one more COVID-removing HEPA filter from the sky in the air, not the sky, but the, the air in your, your house. Um, also, there was a Cambridge University study came out yesterday um, and it confirms what we've done for a long time on the cow dairy. Um, they did test the test of the hospital ward, which had HEPA filters in, um, and for five days straight, there was no instances of COVID in the ward tested whatsoever. We've talked about this, obviously, uh, like long-term listeners will know before. So um, shout to Jez Hunt for being like the absolute king of the world. And, you know, Jez isn't the millionaire or anything. He's like just like you or I, but he had a little bit of spare cash, and he's donated towards that and i just fills me heart with pride that war kid so um do get in touch and nominate people who you think would benefit from this um shout to leon who have benefited already nice nice times um do you want to know about ufos because i do hello jacqueline's back hello thought you'd finished now i just absolutely i'm inept a silly man basically tell you what we'll do though right people are joining I'll just pull up some of this Ravi Shankar and um, just take a quick drink and a vape, like, because um, much to discuss, much to talk about, but we shouldn't ever forget about Ravi Dre. Oh, that's lush, mate, I'm telling you. You should drink it and you would know peace in your life. UFOs would come. Yeah, does anybody remember um, Prophet Yahweh? That was his name, right? It was an old video. And Prophet Yahweh was this dude, it might even be in Texas or something like that, who claimed that he could summon like, UFOs, aerial phenomena, whatever you call it this week. So what he does, right? He, um, sorry, I've just been uh, having to turn my phone off there, getting too many messages. Um, so what he does is he gets his film crew, I think it's like local Fox News, whatever, and goes, right, I'll do it then. And you know what it is? Prophet Yahweh summons this mad glowing white ball in the sky. There's your rabbi story. Go and check with Prophet Yahweh. Blew my mind back in the old um, bucket days. Ha ha, get your hoisties. Who else has joined? Jez Hunt, King, got to help each other. We do, many don't though. That's why I love you. What a great kid you are. Anyway, let's get some of these bloody videos on, shall we? What's it all about? Time Magazine, witness tells Congress non-human biologics were found at alleged UFO crash site. Non-human bio biologics, um, aliens, aliens, alien bodies, I believe. That's what they're saying. But they're coming up with all these new names now. It's just like the rebranding of it all. I wonder, why is this? We'll explore these things as we move forward in life and this show. 
let's go with this first video. This from Project Tabs, which I thought was their their take on this is funny. UFO whistleblower, US recovered non-human biological pilots from crashed craft. Think they'll play the alien card by the end of 2023. I love the fact that Twitter's absolutely riddled with conspiracy theorists. Really funny. Uh, anyway, this Project Tabs. Intelligence extraterrestrials. Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness? Like, how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either... What agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals, uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing. E. Super. Thank you. And I yield back. Having that like. So that's um, David Grouch, who was, uh, or maybe, <laughs> probably still is some kind of intelligence operative. We'll explore the intelligence side of this as we move through watching these bits of vids. Um, as I say, I just wanted to sort of um, do, a, do a historical record show today. It's interesting to me that this is happening and it's being presented in the media in the way that it is, but also being responded to in the way that it is by the general populace. I'd suggest it's to do with fatigue, because when was this fatigued by all these competing crises, cost of living, everything else, um, just sometimes getting out of bed in the morning time with bloody shoelaces. It's very hard to access wonder and wonderment. And um, you know what it is? It's still okay. It's still okay to like look up at the sky. I do it all the time when there's a clear night. It's lush. You ever seen the International Space Station? Starlink satellites. I've seen all. Do you know what it is? I was telling Jack Laws, right, yesterday in the Instagram inbox. I've never told this story, and this is my UFO story, right? Um, my partner and I were um, staying in the Portuguese mountains. I was doing some hiking expedition type type of efforts you know so anyway on the top of this mountain called Monteferina which is like the mountain of wheat or something it's a big wheat area I would assume oh uh, speak of the devil thank you darling uh, my beautiful assistants appeared and brought me coffee because I'm still fatigued cheers ho so um anyway we're, we're Monteferina the mountain of wheat and on the top of that is a religious building called the Nossa Senhora de Graça, which is like Our Lady something, something, whatever, but very deeply religious area. It's in the Dura Valley, right? So 
beautiful mountain actually if certain angles you see it and it's just like utter game of thrones around there if you ever get a chance to visit please do i can fly to porto and go on from there so anyway one night and full disclosure i was troubling the devil's lettuce my partner was away visiting her son and while the cat's away me and the dogs were at play because <laughs> we're in the middle of nowhere middle of the night a beautiful clear night right so I had this weird feeling, right? I was just sitting with me back to the window, right? Just watching the telly, whatever I was doing, pulling me pud, definitely smoking the devil's lettuce though. So just fact that at the end, there's definitely got to be an asterisk next to this story. I mean, I'm hardly a credible witness, like a, I don't know, a copper or something. Oh, wait. So anyway, bringing it back to this UFO story, religious building on the top of Monte Farina, Nossa Senora de Grassa. I get this weird feeling. I turn around, I look out the window, I look up, and I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I saw this, like these orbs, white balls of light in formation come over the top of the mountain. And by the way, it's pitch black at this point. So you're not even seeing what's on the top of the mountain. And we're in a house halfway up the mountain at this, where, where we are. So it's coming that way. It's coming from the north, heading south over the mountain. And then it just suddenly changes check this into the shape of a fucking cross i'm not i'm not pulling your put this happened and i was just stood there just going whoa and it wasn't that far away as i say we're halfway over the mountain it's just coming over like this like that kind of slowish but insistent pace and i'm just stood there troubling the devil's lettuce there's an asterisk next to the story I saw what I saw. I mean, look, it's not the first time I've had a smoke. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, there'll be certain people watch, watching or listening to this now who've never troubled the devil's lettuce. Be like, there, he's obviously not. That, nah, it's not really like that, however. So, anyway, that happened. And I just cannot believe it to this day. I've seen other things in the past as well, like in the sky and whatever. And as I say, I've seen the Starlink satellites. I know what they are. I know they don't, certainly don't do. Um, formations at certain speeds could it have been drones it's definitely possible but i would suggest given like um the size of this formation and i could assess it because i knew what size the mountain is i mean it's you know right I, I was seeing it every day this was huge it was like huge in comparison so i just don't know so let us know in the comments and we'll read some of them out at the end of the show um you know, have you seen anything like that? UFO sightings, UAP, whatever you want to call it. Um, by the way, this um, formation of the, of the cross just went, kept going over into the pitch black, into the south, um, and off and away, off towards Braga. Maybe he's on to Porto, I don't know. Maybe he's off to taking a game, I have no idea. But that was one of the maddest things ever. And you know what I did straight after? Just got more wreck because I just thought I'm leaning right into this and just went off onto a mad UFO Odyssey on the net. Class though. Well, that's just dropped us off a brew though. So we're just gonna rock a little bit of Ravi. Well, I have some. Get get your UFO stories in the comments, man. I really want to hear these. See you in a bit.
tiring time in my lives, lads and lasses, but I've always got my sense of wonder. Why ever not, eh? Nice. I think we need more UFO business. Divin E, because I do. We've even got like center melts like Julian Rubenstein posting this. Uh, and he, even his tone's apologetic because he's wondering whether other center melts are going to cast him out of like Russ and Cheshire's fucking garden party or whatever the fuck it is with these cunts. But anyway, this is not a YouTube rabbit hole. This is a testimony on Capitol Hill during the UFO hearings. Question specifically about UFOs. It's historic. It's troubling. It's something I can't really even begin to fully process. Give himself an out at the end there of the tide of center melt north london liberals suddenly turn against and we've got julian's on about ufos god anyway this is mr garcia the yesterday not the mara anyway check this they move is essentially um ways in which current technology or aircraft that we know of are unable to actually function or move and so will you just for the public record again once once again um, oh fuck just, you two uh, seconds briefly Hey, I tell you what it is, right? I'm having a right one here. Just going to cut in, right? We're on the road again at the minute, and both me and my partner, right, are starting to just think, right, we need to settle and all of that. Because I just, like, every time I have to set this fucking studio up, right, it's just a bind. So apologies. Um, StreamYard was having a bit of a, a raj one, but it should be fine now, hopefully. Let's run that loop again. Julian Rubenstein center melt provides this in an apologetic manner let's go mr garcia they move is essentially um ways in which current technology or aircraft that we know of are unable to actually function or move and so will you just for the public record again once once again um just uh briefly uh just either describe or note that aircraft that are being witnessed particularly by the 30 folks that you're working with are essentially outside the scope of anything that we know of today and the technology we have today mr graves mr Fravor. Yes, uh, the objects that are being seen by commercial pilots are uh, performing maneuvers that are unexplainable due to our current understanding of our technology and our capabilities as a country. And that applies for the military as well. Yeah, I concur with that. We have nothing that can stop in midair and go the other direction, nor do we have anything that can, like in our situation, come down from space, hang out for three hours and go back up. Thank you. My last question, and and sometimes I know you have also said some of these answers in the past. We're trying to get them on the public record as well, which is really important. Mr. Gress, finally, do you believe that our government is in possession of UAPs? Uh, absolutely, based on interviewing uh, over 40 witnesses over four years. And, and, and where? I know the exact locations. They Hold on a minute. I know the exact locations. Show her. Show with them. Let us see them. I want to see them. Let us know in the comments. Do you want to see these? Do you want this to happen? Do you want full disclosure to, to be real? Um, also stick around because I've got like um, a few bits of bits and bobs because let's always, right, when we're in a sense of wonder, pause and think, what could this be about? Who we're dealing with? We're dealing with the Americans. Rancid levels of like misdirection and CIA level bullshit over the years. We know this, right? So what are they trying to do? Stay tuned for a theory later on. Interested to see what you think. And also your stories on UFOs. Can they best my cross over the religious mountain story? Who knows? I've never told that before.
I think it's only me and uh, my partner know that. Oh, no, I told Danny. Danny H. Used to be, oh, how'd that get there? Independent Cartier boss, 7.5 billion fortunes. His prospect of the poor rising up keeps him awake at night. Got it for you, pal. I'll tell you what we got there because I put it there. Ha. What else we got? Oh, man, this one. So, anyway, I'll just share this tab with you and show you as the bullet. So, there's this one here as well, Reed. Posted by Aiden Weishaupt. Loads of people think they're really edgy trying to like use Illuminati surnames, don't they? What an edge lord. So this one, my friends, is um the guy speaking Grouch is telling about an observation of a UFO the size of a football field above an Air Force base. Woo. So there's some of these I haven't watched, right? Because I like to just watch them dry wheeze and this is one of them thanks Aiden Weishaupt down with the Bavarian Illuminati are you related to the Adam Weishaupt the originator I'd like My to know next question would actually be for Mr Graves um can you please explain to me in detail the event that occurred at Vandenberg Air Force Base certainly uh, in the 2003 timeframe, uh, a large group of Boeing contractors were operating near one of the launch facilities at Vandenberg Air Force Base when they observed a very large 100-yard sided uh, red square uh, approach the base from the ocean and hover at low altitude over one of the launch facilities. Um, this object remained for about 45 seconds or so before darting off over the mountains. Um, there was a similar event within 24 hours later in the evening. Uh, this was a morning event, uh, I believe 8.45 in the morning. Later in the evening, post-sunset, uh, there were uh, reports of other sightings on base, uh, including some aggressive behaviors. Uh, these objects were approaching some of the security guards at rapid speeds uh, before darting off. Uh, and this is information that was received through one of the uh, witnesses that have approached me at Americans for Safe Aerospace. Was this documented in any official form, whether it was a police blotter? Yes, they had uh, official documentation and records from the event that the witness uh, held over the years. And I'm not going to ask you to do it right now for time reasons, but you'd be able to sketch what was witness, correct? And you've, have you seen that before on any other equipment and or during your flight time? I have not seen what they've described. Um, this object was uh, estimated to be almost the size of a football field, um, and I have not seen anything personally that large. Knee to the way, man. The size of a football field that's like that's mental and what else is cra crazy to me is the fact that this is happening in congress this week and people aren't losing their minds i mean people like are but i think one of the main problems that we've got is just as i say apathy like people um are just so like whatever it's like you know you could invite them around to supper with an alien and then just be like nah mate it's just fucking fake that like <laughs> just like that's the crack with so many people isn't it it's weird weird times that we're living in very weird i'm just going to introduce something before the next video it's the united states space force um <laughs> this isn't why I've introduced it, but that pinned tweet is the biggest amount of cringe, which you would imagine for the United States Space Force as it is. Character, connection, commitment, and courage. These four values co-created by guardians 
are the North Star that guides how we conduct our missions while we amplify the Guardian spirit. Oh, fuck off, man. Like, you, know, <laughs> you know what it is, right? I'd want them to lose the, the whatever space war they might be trying to start or whatever, just on the basis of that level of cringe. Also, can you imagine, like, we're being mugged clean off, yeah? Because these are the ones that are likely to be going to meet the aliens on our behalf. If we turn, turn up, greetings, friends. Tell us about our guardian spirit. And they'd be like, oh, fuck off. And just eat them or something. And you would, wouldn't you, really? I would, if I was an alien. Maybe I am an alien. Have you ever felt like you're just not of this earth? And I don't mean when you've been on the Persians, right? I just mean, like, what are these human things doing? Like, <laughs> I feel like that every day. What are they doing? Why are they doing that? What What's wrong with them? Do you feel like that? Because I do. And maybe where the aliens. Can you imagine if that was the crack? Like, we're just, <laughs> we're just fucking sitting here waiting for it. And the actual rapture in the Bible is like, yeah, all right. We're, like, it, it's over now. You just tried. Um, we just got to, like, give your memory back. And it's all that, like, men in black sticks where they give your memory back. And it's just like, yeah, you're actually one of us. But um, we'll try to send you down to sort this mob out. But it's a waste of time. How we're just going to leave and blow it up. Right, sound all right, cool. What about my mom and that? That's ah, not your real mom or anything. I just placed you inside her and that, and they've got a gun. But how and I've got human emotions and that now shut up and then they eat me or you or any of us. Maybe that's how it's going to be. Maybe that's how it's going to turn out for us all. Maybe we're going to watch another video right now of former Deputy Assistant of Defense for Intelligence Christopher Mellon confirming UFO whistleblower David Grush's claims of non human craft. I think we are. And I've not seen this one because I like to watch them dry. Reet, what's he got got to say for himself, the little dafty? Let's go on. So what do you believe that we're dealing with? That they know about equipment and technology from other countries uh, that they have kept secret? Or do you believe that there is any chance that the American government has knowledge of things they believe are not from Earth, and they've kept it from the American people. I've been told that that is the case by several Defense Department officials. Uh, I've been that told it's not from this Earth, or they don't know yes, from I've where been, it's from on this Earth. I, I've been told that we have recovered technology that did not originate on this Earth. Fuck. by officials in the Department of Defense and by former intelligence officials. I've referred some of those officials to the office that's undertaking this investigation. Dave is another one of those individuals. He's decided to go public with his information. Um, so there are credible people, and we have a direct conflict here between what Dr. Kirkpatrick is saying and what right. these other folks are saying, and Congress is in the middle, and they got to sort it out. Hey, my God, man. My God, are you telling me, Reid, that former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence Christopher Mellon confirms UFO whistleblower David Grouch's claims of non-human craft? I'm telling you, he is. And I'm telling you, there's still plenty melts out there who think this isn't really a thing. It's a thing. And I'm telling you, I saw that, um, that cross in the sky formation of unidentified flying objects because I didn't know what they were at all. So 
here we are sticking asterisks on it though devil's lettuce write that next to it though to be honest you'd i'd find you'd find it hard to catch us when i'm not but it's medicine so fuck yes anyway more videos this is u.s intelligence officer david grouch testifies under oath in congress that the u.s recovery oh, we've already seen that one man get away with you this is a belter though representative matt gates that's the matt gates talks about a ufo he saw from a ufo incident from eglin air force base matt gates was able to talk to one member of the flight crew who took the photo sounds of the bad boy let's go on it's a long one but that's all right we'll just talk shit over the top of it four minutes something like that but that's any bother i haven't seen this one but um Leon was hitting us up with the Matt Gates crack, so I've pulled it in on his behalf. Cheers, dude. See you in a bit. Several months ago, my office received a protected disclosure from Eglin Air Force Base indicating that there was a UAP incident that required my attention. I sought a briefing regarding that episode and brought with me Congressman Burchett and Congresswoman Luna. We asked to see any of the evidence that had been taken by flight crew in this endeavor and to observe any radar signature uh, as long as to, as well as to meet with the flight crew we were not afforded access to all of the flight crew and initially we were not afforded access to images and to radar thereafter we had a bit of a discussion about how authorities flow in the united states of america and we did see the image and we did meet with one member of the flight crew who took the image the image was of something that uh, I am not able to attach to any human capability, either from the United States or from any of our adversaries. And I'm somewhat informed on the matter, having served on the Armed Services Committee for seven years, having served on the committee that oversees DARPA and advanced technologies for several years. Um, when we spoke with the flight crew and when he showed us the photo that he'd taken, I asked why the video wasn't engaged why we didn't have a FLIR system that worked. Here's what he said. They were out on a test mission that day over the Gulf of Mexico. And when you're on a test mission, you're supposed to have clear airspace. Not supposed to be anything that shows up. And they saw a sequence of four craft in a clear diamond formation mm. for which there is uh, a radar sequence that I and I alone have observed in the United States Congress. One of the pilots goes to check out that diamond formation and sees a large floating, what I can only describe as an orb. Again, like I said, not of any human capability that I'm, that I'm aware of. And when he approached, he said that his radar went down. He said that his FLIR system malfunctioned and that he had to manually take this image um, from one of the lenses mm -hmm. and it was not mm -hmm. automatic automated uh, in collection as you would typically see in a test mission so uh i guess i'll start with commander fravor what in how should we think about the fact that this craft that was approached by our pilot uh had the capability of disarming a number of the sensor and collection systems on that craft well i think this goes to that national security side and you can go back through history of things showing up at certain areas and disabling our capabilities, which is disheartening. And for us, I mean, like I said, it, it completely disabled the radar on the aircraft when it tried to do it. And the only way we could see it is passively, which is how he got that image. 
So I think that's a that's a concern on what are these doing, not only how do they operate, but their capabilities inside to do things like this. And and how should we think about forecraft moving in a very clear formation, equidistant from one another, um, in a diamond, in all of the phenomenon, perhaps, Mr. Grave, that you've analyzed, um, have we ever seen multiple craft in a, in a single formation? I have one particular case, and that was uh, during the gimbal incident. Um, the recording on the AT flare system shows a single object that rotates. Um, you hear the pilots refer to a, a fleet of objects that is not visible on the FLIR system. And, and that was something that I witnessed during the debrief as part of the radar data on the situational awareness page. I would like to add, however, Congressman, uh, there's a small, uh, small bit of uh, uh, anger, I would say, I would feel that those pilots are still uh, facing that difficulty in reporting this topic and they don't have the tools to be able to mitigate this issue. It just goes to show how serious this is and why this is such an important issue for our pilots and for our nation. It was stated explicitly to me by these test pilots that if you okay, have a U of AP experience, the best thing you can do for your career is forget it and not tell anyone because any type of reporting, either above the surface or below the surface, uh, does have a perceived consequence to these people. And that is a culture we must change if we want to get to the truth. The truth you say, I think we do. I think what I'll do. So, What's the what's the crack with this mob then? Why are they doing this? Why is this all of a sudden this kind of like dis move towards disclosure? Because they're as good as saying like, you know, some wild wild business. I'm not saying it's because of this, but maybe it's because of this. So China and Russia are catching up to the US in space capabilities. Pentagon warns the militarization of space is picking up pace. Here's another one: futurism. Um, study, the U.S. needs to build more space weapons. The rise of anti-satellite weapons means we need more defenses to guard against threats. What else? Time magazine, China will ultimately overtake the U.S. in outer space, a new study warns. What else? We're in a space race. NASA sounds alarm at Chinese designs on moon. Administrator Bill Nelson says Beijing could seek own research-rich areas. And next two years, could we keep the U.S.-China contest? Tuesday, 3rd of Jan, 2023, The Independent. What's the dance? Is this just another way for Northrop Grumman and BA Systems and all them dodge pots to make more money? Are they like, oh, there's all these threats? It's not just um, from all these UAPs, China. Oh, by the way, it was just China doing it. It was like China all along. Oh, yeah, we've got these things. Maybe that's the direction of travel as to the way it's going, because it seems like from years and years of just flat out denial and ridicule of anybody who would even suggest that this would be a thing. We've got intelligent officers, former Navy commanders and more um, in Congress, even at AOC getting out facing the uh, video, questioning them. And she she likes she likes to get a face in the video the puff daddy of politics. So, always look at who's doing it. Who's doing it? The CIA, essentially. I mean, this is pure speculation what I'm about to say, right? But, like, um, I watched the Joe Rogan podcast for years and still do from time to time because it's a really good way to, like, see the, the shift of sort of culture and whatever. And I, I, he's always talked about UFOs and all that and, you know, deep conspiracy theory, moon landings, all that kind of crap, right? Um, still talks about UFOs, but two seconds. I'm just going to measure this 
Slaz has just messed up my audio. Sorry, mates. <laughs> nah, Slaz has been very helpful. But anyway, so Rogan and everything was on a rocket ship sort of thing with the profile of his podcast. I mean, it was quite big, but before the Spotify deal, where he's getting a silly amount of money. Um, leading in all that, he was getting like sort of Navy SEALs, like CIA officers and all that before, whereas previous to that, he wouldn't have touched them with a barge pole. Kind of weird. He was also saying things like, um, oh, you know, you, you know, if you want to tell us about UFOs and all this, carry on. So it seems to have proliferated quite a bit um, using his platform. A lot of the people that you've seen in those videos there, like sat behind, um, and even the people who were on the, the stand, like David Fravor and, and some of these other people, um, they've appeared on his show. Like There's this sort of conveyor belt of them. It's really interesting. As I say, I'm just speculating, but it just seems to me that given um, there's a lot of moves towards the militarization of space, which is, by the way, against international treaty, um, it may be a version of Cold War 2.0 where we see played out in space, which is mad and sounds like some like wild, wild sort of conspiracy theory and whatever. And as I say, I am just speculating. But arms people, the whole military industrial complex, they've got to make money. How am I? Leave them alone. They've got to make money. And it wouldn't be like them to look at increasingly mad ways to make money off the back of our hopes, fears, whatever. Check this out. United Nations meetings, coverage and press release. We have not passed the point of no return. Disarmament committee told wing chance outer space could become next battlefield. Strategic space environment congested, contested and competitive. You can look into that more if you want to as well. It's mad. Moving towards AI. This is kind of the future, I suppose, when we get a flying car. I did think when I tried ChatGPT AI the other week, I was like, nah, this is the first like future sort of technology that I'm just blown away by. Um, that seemed epoch shifting. Things are changing, and I quite like it, to be honest with you, because I love this kind of carry-on. So I hope we can all change together. Right, let's have a look at some of um, your comments. Susie's saying, I was sat in my mate's balcony in Cyprus at night, and I saw this light rise up in the distance, slowly look normal, watched it hover in the same place for a few minutes, then it shot off well fast. I, these are the things that people see. Where, like the one I saw, <clears throat> it didn't like shoot off. It just went away and disappeared off to the south, like into the black. Mad, isn't it? I'm, I'm sure it wasn't uh, Starlink, though. But well, that's mad, isn't it? Like things just shooting off. Susie goes on to say it was too fast to be explained by out we know of. Mad. Like I'm going to scroll through, see if I, Jacqueline is saying, if sentient beings from another planet did land on our planet and it was made public, would it change our lives one iota? With the world leaders we've got now, it'll probably be for the worse. Well, there's this like old theory that they've been in contact, um, at least with the Americans, since the 1940s. Um the whole wider theory is like, you know, alien abductions, that was part of the deal where we were allowed to be kidnapped and like harvested for like energy or something because that's their food. Um, and they would like cover it up and all this. Otherwise, they'd come and do it all. So like the theory is that like our leaders are actually good. <laughs> I wonder who propagated that one. C-I to the A. What else we got? Any more? Any more of you? Oh, I don't know. Shazbot saying, 
I believe you, Mike. I still think myself it was about 1996. Height of the rave scene, like, so I'm putting an asterisk on this one, Shaz. This bright light appeared in the sky, came down vertically in a straight line, went up again in a straight line, then shot off at speed. See, that's like virtually what um, Susie was saying as well, isn't it? So, you know, we're seeing the the things, the things there. Jez Hunt, always a good storyteller. According to folklore, just before the Battle of Milvian Bridge, Constantine saw a fiery cross in the sky. He won the battle and brought in Christianity as the state religion of the Roman Empire. Does this mean I'm Jesus now, Jez? Street Jesus? <laughs> Heed Jesus? That, that's what. It, that's right. That's my new name now. Heed Jesus. That's what I'm, I'm having. I've seen the lights in the sky and I've been anointed. Heed Jesus. Thanks for confirming that. I'm going to put Source Jez Hunt next to that. Thanks, Jez. Oh, I had John Nash. Source John Nash. It's a sign, Mike, is the chosen one. Come on. We all knew it, but like, you know, now that we've shared the story, there's no point in hiding the fact that I am the Messiah. Speaking of people who think they're the Messiah, Wassel Brand, right? Russell Brand, join the stream today for the truth behind the military industrial complex. Rise, relentless drive for power and profit. And there's him and his cardigan with the words power and profit. And I've got a little um, fizz in my ear. Is it on my microphone? Can anybody hear the fizz? I'm just going to mess with it. I fixed it. No problems. They always sound bad. Anyway, Wasso Brand is talking about the military industrial complex. When loads of his wages through Rumble is paid by Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel. Right. Look into Peter Thiel's investments in not only the military industrial complex directly, but also uh, politicians to the tune of 10 million with one in Arizona. Um, and Brand sitting there with the friggin' cheek to like talk about the military industrial complex. Also, this weekend, um, Community by Russell Brand is happening, which is his festival which, fear not, it's going to piss down in here on why. Um, fantastic. Fuck Russell Brand. Also on that topic too, um, we've got some guests coming on next Thursday morning um, from the On Brand podcast. Each episode, Alan Lauren, who will be joining us, dissect the ideas and antics of Russell Brand, who is fast becoming one of the world's leading propagandists. Um Honestly, because I like I'm just so busy with other things, so I don't get a chance to consume too much of the content. I honestly thought it was just me that had a problem, but apparently not. Apparently, other people are saying this too. So um Alan Lauren will be joining me next Thursday morning at 10 o'clock live, and they'll be telling me what the crack is and what they've found out. Because I'm not being a hater or anything. I used to love Russell Brand, his Radio 2 show, fantastic. Um, paid money to go and see him at Newcastle City Hall. Great show, very funny. Um, but he's absolutely extracting the urine, talking about the military industrial complex, not including his, his gaffer, essentially the person who pays his wages, taking the piss. Hope it pisses all over you this weekend, you absolute rotter, shell dickhead. I just really object to people like sort of leading people up the garden path in those terms. It's awful. Um, also, as well, I've absolutely no problem with once really loving somebody and then turning around with new evidence and going, hold on a minute, he's not the same lad. Or maybe he was always the same lad and we just didn't see it. That's fine. New evidence has presented itself. He's a rotter. We'll be presenting plenty of it next week as well. 
right to the wire legally as well. Trust me. Jacqueline saying, Mike, do you really want to be the new Messiah considering what happened to the old one? Absolutely not. And it would mean fighting Russell Brand. He's got better jujitsu than I. Higher belt. <laughs> so, nah, not really. So, if we're our weapons, Defo, one crafter, oh, be Jesus. I will. Top Jesus. I want to be all the G's. Um, Chazbot saying, I'm not a bloody raver. Um, right. You would have definitely been on. on into the rock scene then um heroin so we'll put an asterisk next to it there not joking sorry <laughs> crack <laughs> jez hunt we've had to put up your fuel bills because of the space wars true bloody stories there the little why let any crisis go to waste what we've got for you um just want to show this, Neil Oliver, um, at the coast guy, we all know him. There is no climate crisis. The alleged climate crisis, the most expensive and devastating lie of all time. Absolute Hillary Clinton from the highest level. He knows the absolute truth. Him. Like, he's just another brand level dafty. Count Binface quote tweeted him though and said, I demand a new series of coast for 2046, hosted by Neil Oliver and set on Kiribati, the island most vulnerable to climate change. In the last episode, the population evacuates except a very wet Neil who was given a Bible, the complete works of Shakespeare and a box set of GB News. Big up Count Binface. Big him up. Um, just want to apologise to yesterday's guest as well, Kirsten. We've, we've had to postpone a couple of times. Literally an hour before we were due to start, somebody turned up with a concrete mixer outside. I felt so gutted that, that you wouldn't believe us. I even made a video and showed her. Dude, I'm so sorry. I'll be in touch and we'll rebook again. Absolutely gotten. So that's why there wasn't a show yesterday. Um, a thousand apologies, everybody. I couldn't do nothing about it. This is the last show in this space. We'll be moving and we'll be in a much more stable environment, hopefully with the internet as well. Um, recording in a corridor and this kind of heat's been no joke. Behind the screen is a glass door and a really raggedy curtain. That just didn't help. So I... Gone is the firing range. Thanks, NATO. Thanks for ruining things. We got as many out as we could, though. Um, and it's peace in the Middle East, always. Also, as I've said, man, we need wonder in life. Don't let anybody steal your shine, ever. And um, look, uh, we'll just have a bit of a daft carry on about the whole thing. I love the things. I love yous. Shazbot's admitting to smoking cannabis in the 90s there. It's all happening today. Um, all the best. Have a great weekend. Hang on a minute. Starred comment. Oh, thanks, mate. I, John Nash has done a £5 super chat. Take me to your dealer. Um, I will take that to the dealer, but only for the purposes of YouTube guidelines in places like Spain where I'm members of cannabis clubs and can buy it. All the best. But you didn't realise I had a little bust on the show. Cheers, John. Always always a pleasure. Never a chore, everybody. And thank you very much. If you want to support the work, go to the P to the A to the T, the R-E-O-N, patreon.com forward slash cow daily. Also, a link in the description for PayPal. And also, as John's done there, you can um, use the dollar sign down below, I think, and, um, and do it that way as well. Cheers, lads. And also, special thanks to John there. Thanks, everybody. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. I'll end the broadcast. Oh, Jez saying triangles. We've got to have that, like, got to have that. Jacqueline saying, great show. All the best, everybody. Cheers, mate. Dave Slaz, Nanu, Nanu. Joanne saying, 
Need to get up around and unpack the garage of camping shade. Well, I'm pleased you've enjoyed yourself, mate. Always a good thing. So he's saying, see you soon. Have a great weekend. All, all the best. I'm going to go and pack my stuff up for another time. It's getting better every time, though. Don't worry about it. Keep watching them. <laughs>